Hello, my name is Lawrence Dawson, and welcome to the first episode of Academic Chiropractic's Back Issues podcast. In today's episode, we will be introducing you to our new website and looking at some new research from the University of Cambridge. We will be talking about how you can get involved if you are a chiropractic educator and then looking at ethnographic interview techniques as used in this study. So, before we go any further, perhaps I should explain a little about the concept of academic chiropractic. The website has been designed as a forum for chiropractic educators and researchers, and anyone else who is interested for that matter, to share, discuss and debate developments in their discipline. It is purposely not directly associated with any chiropractic organisation, although anyone is welcome to submit articles for the blog. You may even like to try your hand at producing or presenting an episode of the podcast. We want this project to be inclusive, so that all voices have a chance of being heard. So, if you would like to contribute in any way, please get in touch with us either via the website or email us at team at academicchiropractic.org. Right. What about the new research that we mentioned previously? Well, if you're a teacher at one of the UK's schools of chiropractic, you may just like to be involved with this study. This present study, conducted through the University of Cambridge, looks at the culture of the chiropractic educator and covers topics such as why chiropractors go into teaching, either full or part-time, how they identify themselves as health professionals who teach a bit, or as a member of a distinct profession. Where do they get their teaching skills from? And what provisions do they feel are or would be helpful to their professional development as a teacher? The answers from this and similar research can help inform colleges and professional bodies with a better understanding of what it is to be a chiropractic educator. With that understanding can come appropriate help, support and governance. So, who exactly is conducting the research? Well, it's time to come clean here. I'm a chiropractor currently practising in the Midlands, and a long time ago I spent five very happy years teaching at the ACC. This study is part of my dissertation for a Master's in Medical Education, and my supervisor is Dr Charlotte Tolinius, who is the Medical Education Research Lead at the University of Cambridge's School of Clinical Medicine. She also teaches research methods within the Public Health Education Group at the University's Department of Public Health and Primary Care. We're looking for chiropractors who are currently teaching at one of the UK's schools of chiropractic to act as subjects for this study. It's not a huge commitment. The interview will take less than an hour and take place online at a convenient time. The interviews will be audio recorded and transcribed with the data deleted shortly after the publication of the dissertation. All of these interviews are anonymised by subject and institution. As you would expect, the study will have been passed for adherence to the appropriate ethical standards of conduct, in this case by CHESREC, the Cambridge Higher Education Research Ethics Committee. If your institution has agreed to allow chiropractic educators to participate in this study, you will receive a detailed participant information sheet, which will hopefully address any concerns or questions you may have. 
allowing you to make an informed decision on whether to take part or not. It is entirely voluntary, and as you would imagine, professional and institutional standing won't be affected by your decision. Now, with the technical stuff out of the way, let us on with the interviews themselves. As I mentioned, the interviews last less than an hour and will be conducted using a technique that many of you may be familiar with, namely ethnographic interviewing. If you are familiar with this, bear with me a moment, and if you aren't, well, bear with me too, please. Just what is ethnographic interviewing, and how does this differ from any other form of interview? Let's take an example. I imagine we all like to show our appreciation for a loved one. You may decide to do that by cooking dinner while the subject of your affection sits and watches a film. Being a kind and thoughtful soul, you inquire what you should cook. As you know, we don't all have the same tastes. But can you see a possible problem here? Well, let's look at it from the other person's point of view. Yes, it was kind to offer to cook and thoughtful to inquire what the menu should be. But what if the other person would rather you just sit together, watch a film and order a takeaway because you spend so little time together anyway? This case is like a traditional interview where the questions asked are based on assumptions and these assumptions are based on sharing a similar culture. Does this situation resonate with anyone? Ethnographic interviewing is not based on assumptions. In fact, the more alien a situation, the less likely you are to display what could be called an assumption bias. I mentioned that I was a chiropractic educator long ago, and what was once familiar is now a distant memory. From what I have heard, chiropractic education has changed so much that I imagine I will approach my interviews very much as an outsider. As such, I won't be able to ask meaningful questions about procedures and terms of which I am ignorant. My interviewee must become an informant, a guide through their world, describing their profession through their eyes, based on their own prior cultural, social and educational experiences. Then they will say things which will prompt questions such as, Can you tell me what you mean by OSCE? Can you give me an example of a good treatment observation or can you recall a really poor case presentation? You may start with broad questions to get the informant to start on a journey, but other, more specific questions are prompted by things that the informant reveals during the interview. So, if we return to dinner, in this case the ethnographic interviewing option would be to ask, I really appreciate all you do for me, what can I do to make your evening special? You're then asking them to describe their world and your influence will be minimal. I hope that this gives you a little idea of what to expect. I imagine there will be less talk of dinner, but there I go, assuming again. If you'd like to learn more about ethnographic interviewings, the seminal text is The Ethnographic Interview by James P. Spradley. It was first published by HBJ Publishing in 1979. I would commend this text to anyone considering similar research as it offers a step-by-step -step guide to the process, from selecting informants to analysing the transcripts of interviews.
So there you have it. Hopefully ethics approval will come through soon and your colleges will contact you with the information and invitations to participate in the study. If you would like to talk about this study in the meantime, please email at ld635 at cam.ac.uk. And if you'd like to contribute to the Academic Chiropractic website, we'd love to hear your thoughts and suggestions. Thank you for listening, and we hope to have you back very soon for the next episode of Back Issues.